this was that moment where God just secured his plan. And it was very clear in that moment that this is what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to take this leap of faith, step away from what was known and stable and secure and trust God. And isn't he worthy of our trust? He is incapable of letting us down. Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday women share stories of hope found in Jesus. I'm Robin, and I am here with Katie and Lindy, and we are your podcast host. Today, we are bringing you a really unique and different story from Brent Blanks, who came to us via Lindy. <laughs> Well, some of you probably know Brent because she actually has a platform on Instagram that's quite popular called She Gave It A Go. And basically, she's going to share the story of how the Lord called her, literally, from a very stable career in counseling, family counseling, to uh, to give it a go. And so you're going to hear exactly what that means. And, and Brent and her husband, Andy who I always got their name confused when I first met them, by the way. (laughs) But Brent and her husband, Andy, actually shared in our life group at church. And I was so amazed. I I said, Brent, I never knew this story. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to hear the upside of her story. And she mentions what a leap of faith that was. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you forget the the financial struggles, the financial faith that is needed. And so it's just really a great story of of what God can do. And when he calls us and we're obedient to the call. Absolutely. Well, before we get to Brent's story, you know, last week's story, we talked about a mustard seed of faith. And then this week, Brent's talking about, you know, just taking steps of faith with God. And so I thought it was a perfect time to do an audio devotion on Patreon, our Dig Deeper audio devotion on what it looks like to take a step of faith and just, you know, the definition of faith and characters in the Bible who have taken steps of faith and how you can challenge yourself today to take a step. So if you're not a member of Patreon, look in the show notes right there and you can click on the link and it will take you to our community page to join. Here's Brent. Well, my name is Brent Blanks and I am so excited to share with you my story today. And I want to start around five years ago and where I was, I was practicing as a marriage and family therapist at Children's Hospital. I had been practicing for years before that as a marriage and family therapist, had gotten a master's in that. And that was just, that was my career. I had not just been practicing with children, but also in the private practice realm, worked at other you know, roles as a counselor in hospitals. Uh, but where I do want to pick it up was a little over five years ago, and I was at Children's Hospital. Um, my role at that time was to provide counseling for cardiac patients and their families. And the thing about these patients and families is they were very sick. They were on the intensive care unit to be treated for a pretty serious heart illness. They may be waiting on a heart transplant. You can kind of get the impression that the circumstances that they found themselves in were very difficult to navigate. It was traumatic at times. They required a lot of physical care by the team, but also very thankful that they also provided and recognized the need for emotional care. So I did have the privilege to work with just some really amazing families and children and truly witness miracles. But the other side to this was that as uh, the, the time went and I was practicing there, 
um, and working with these families, it just began to take a toll that was unexpected on me that I had not experienced, I would say, as a therapist up to this point in my career. I just, I found myself not the the positive person that I felt like I had I was in my life was starting to just kind of disappear. I was starting to not quite be myself around my family. It was taking a toll on how I viewed life and it was just heavy. So I was very in tune with that, but situationally there was something else going on, which was that my father had been diagnosed with stage four cancer during this time period. And um, as you can imagine, that was very tough on our family. My dad was a bigger than life person. He precious to think on. I love to think about my father. So it, it still cheers me up to, to mention him today because of who he was and still who is in our lives. It was a very tough time of watching him go through chemo, you know, the side effects that can occur when you are having chemotherapy. And just to kind of watch him shift from being a person who was healthy to a person who was dealing with cancer. So the the situation at that time was just, I knew that I needed some type of like creative outlet to just release some of this stress, this toll, this emotional toll that my work and then personal family um, difficulties with my father being sick was just was having on me at that time. So enter the world of home decorating. <laughs> I'd always loved decorating our home. And, you know, it was just like one of those things where season to season, it was always fun for me to decorate our house for Easter or for Christmas. And it, it was something that was, I guess, at that time, especially a creative outlet that was really energizing to me, that it was, it refueled me. And it, it gave me something to do that didn't require much thought or emotional investment. So it was real appealing to me. And I would just kind of do that as I needed to do that. And it was interesting because at that time, I had some friends who were food bloggers. Well, back then, I didn't even know really what a blog was. or I had never read one, but I was like, they recognized that I had this like passion for home decorating. We were good friends. and. They said, hey, would you ever think about sharing some of your home decor that you love trading out and doing in your own home on social media platforms or starting a blog? And I was like, what? You know, that was the social media platforms were something that I knew existed then. Again, this was over. This was back in what, 2017 ish. And so it was like mainly is that for a younger population, what is all this about? And I, I did not consider myself a writer to blogs. I thought it was a very funny or like strange idea for me at first. And then it started like kind of my wheels started turning. And so they said, just start an Instagram account and begin to share your your home decorating because people probably want to see it. So, again, that was kind of like this idea that, that seemed a bit like odd. My, my whole thought is with therapy and I'm a practicing therapist and I don't know about this world over here, but I did begin doing that. I started an Instagram account and I learned very quickly that there were kind of two parts to sharing on these social media channels. One is that there is a really awesome community out there that loves to do the same thing that you like to do. So I immediately started making friends, which was cool because here you are getting to speak to other women who also love doing home decorating across the country. 
we also were women of faith, a lot of us. And so we not only encourage each other with our home and how we enjoy decorating our home, but just this idea of like learning that each other were Christians and that, hey, we're going through things and this is kind of a fun hobby that we're doing. So this great community started forming, which was a big surprise to me. Uh, And then the other part of that was that there was part of social media where people, not just small shops, but big companies want to work with people who put out content that they like. And it doesn't just have to be a partnership where they're sending you gifted items that could be bigger than that. They may actually pay you to work with them. So all of these thoughts and experiences were brand new to me at the time. It was exciting and it was different. And it was definitely like igniting this passion into me to like learn about what is all of this. And I, you know, I'll say that I guess pretty quickly, it was really neat because as you grow in a community, you learn that there's room for, for some, I mean, there's just room for everybody that wants to do it. And so, you know, you, you start to, to have people say, reach out to this small shop and they would probably love to send you a Christmas sign to put in your home if you put it up on your Instagram account. So that was so exciting to start having some products sent to me that, that I could share in our home and share on Instagram. And again, just starting to develop some relationships with brands that wanted to work with me. But in the back of my mind, at, still at this time, it was just, you know, I had I've gone to Auburn, I've gotten my undergraduate degree, I've got my master's degree, and this is the career path that has been paid for. This is the, this is the direction that you're going to go and you're going to do till you retire. That was me speaking. I, my parents never said that to me, but it's more of just this idea that my career was supposed to be as a marriage family therapist and over here could be home decorating hobby. So I just envisioned practicing as a therapist for the rest of my life. But here was the really cool thing. My husband, Andy, a few years earlier than this at that time, had a similar passion ignited in him. He had been working with a company that over time, he realized that he and another one of uh, now his business partner could possibly start up their own brand and their own business. And they did it. He was not, I guess, foreign to this idea of, could we actually begin to consider that this could be a career path the Lord was starting to lead me down and send this thing off the ground? And I was like, there is no way. I do not know how all of this works. You know, I I don't ever see myself as a business or marketing creator, you know, running a business. That is, that's, again, that's not what I'm trained to do. I knew that our family needed me to to work and to support our family. So it was also this risk or fear that I would lead us out in a direction that would lose that stable income. So I knew that my family needed me to work, that the the hospital was providing us with this stable income. It was a check we could rely on week to week, month to month. And stepping out over here and launching my own business was kind of like the opposite of that. It was a risk. It was unknown and would not be something that would just be this secure, like I'm practicing a marriage family therapist. It's the income that we expect and know is coming every month. There was a lot of questioning in my mind. There was a lot of 
fear. There was a lot of hesitation. And honestly, do I even have the skills to do this because I don't have a degree in interior design? You know, this is just more of that hobby idea. So there's this really, really cool moment that is actually where you'll hear in a few minutes about the story behind my brand, which is She Gave It A Go. That is the standout moment where the Lord clearly reveals himself to me. And I'm sure, you know, maybe you can relate to you've been sitting somewhere like in a in a, a small group setting or a worship service or a conference. And you're like, is, does anybody else hear this? Because I feel like this person right now is just speaking only to me. Like this is the message. And I, I just think the Lord is so gracious to work in that way that he so intimately cares for us uh, in a way that feels so personal and is so personal that he knows our name. He orchestrates these times to really just reveal his goodness to us. And in that moment, that's exactly what he did. So I was sitting in our church service. It was a celebration for our the missionaries that we support as a church. We do it every year. And it's always a lot of fun, exciting. It's a time for us to like cheer these missionaries on. So there's a lot of good energy in the room. And we have this great speaker that has come in from England to speak to us. And it's funny because I actually learned this more recently. And this is a saying that they say often, but not so much in the U.S. They say it often in England. Uh, but he kept saying the phrase, give it a go. And he just would repeat it over and over again. And it was referencing, you know, all kinds of things as far as uh, from a faith perspective. But I really felt like he was just speaking loudly this word, these words to me, give it a go, give it a go. And he, again, it was so, it was repeated. And his name is Martin. And he, he I got to actually meet him uh, a few months back and tell him how much this meant to me in my life. But it was right there in that moment, I started elbowing Andy, my husband, that this was that moment where God just secured his plan. And it was very clear in that moment that he, this is what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to take this leap of faith, step away from what was known and stable and secure and trust God. Isn't he worthy of our trust? He is incapable of letting us down. Recalling that moment is a very tender moment because uh, when we think about the Lord's names, we think about that the Lord is counselor. He is comforter. He is the banner over me. And it just felt like those are just, he was every one of those things and is to us. And especially in that moment, I can clearly say he counseled me on that decision and helped spur me on to go forward and to not fear. So it wasn't one of those things where we could just like immediately say goodbye, hospital work. <laughs> I'm headed over here to start my own business and launch this brand. She gave it a go, uh, which, by the way, is the name we came up with. It's very fitting. And, uh, you know, again, it has a lot of deep meaning there. But that was kind of that roundup conversation that Andy and I had as we we're walking on the service. And he said, well, you know, what, what do we name it? What? And, and I was kind of like, well, I, you know, and, and we both just kind of look at each other like, it's got to be she gave it a go. 
And that was it. And I think like once we had a name for it, it felt real. It was it was a clear like this is it. This is where I'm the direction I'm heading. I feel like the the line of work that I do can sometimes still seem kind of confusing or foreign to to people who may not dabble in the world of blogging or social media. So I hope that it will make a little more sense as we get more towards where I am now and what I do. So hang tight because some of these words are very familiar to me, content creator and all that. But again, five years ago, I would have said, I don't even know what you're talking about or what you're referencing exactly. But just to kind of to catch you up, though, after that moment to where we are now, that a few weeks passed, Andy and I, my husband, uh, continued to just seek counsel and prayer about how to move forward, the time frame and all of that. and. Honestly, we had to kind of deal with people's reactions to this that like, whoa, I don't quite understand what you're about to go do. Or I like kind of what we're saying, this idea of, you know, that it's if you can relate to this career may not be something that's, I guess, one that's like an an instant thought, you know, that, that this now is something that's actually out there that people are doing, but many people don't know about it. Um, still, especially, I guess, our age and older, which I'm in my 40s. So, <laughs> but it was kind of like helping people adjust. And I'm not, there was no certain like heavy conversation as much as it was kind of explaining, talking to family members, close friends about what was about to happen. The other part of this was that until I stopped working as a therapist at the hospital, there was really no way that I could grow the growth that I needed to actually have the income our family needed until I stopped working at the hospital. So it was kind of this, this part of you're kind of like in this balance and you're going back and forth. And it's like, is now the time if I step away, can we just like blaze this trail to where we're going to catch up <laughs> to where we need to get to, to make that money. Uh, and so we, we decided that it was, in fact, time graciously and gratefully brands were emailing me and talking with me about things I didn't have the bandwidth to do if I was still working at Children's because of the time that's involved to create content. But if I stepped away, I did have the time and that would start to take over. Um, we knew it was the next step. We were ready to do it and we were ready to take that rest. And as a reminder, I had help from Andy because there was there was no staff at this time. He was the person, he was my free help that that came in and launched my website with me and taught me business skills that I did not know, you know, I didn't know anything about. Uh, so we did it together. We we gave it a go together and uh, we had done that earlier for his his job. And uh, it's really fun to just have gone through what we went through when he launched his own business and even the difficulties that that brought, but being willing to do it again, if that makes sense. So it's like, even though things are not smooth and easy and beautiful all the time, when you decide to make a major change like this, or again, kind of step out on that faith, but we had done this before with Andy and it was so amazing to see how, when God's plan does unfold, it looks that it was like, yeah, this is this is what we're ready to do it again. I did end up leaving Children's Hospital and 
launching my website. I started expanding my platforms from Instagram only to Pinterest and Facebook and now most recently TikTok. I had to get a little used to that. <laughs> but it is it's okay now. And and so day to day this is where I am now as a content creator and I work with um, brands from like international brands and you know around the US brands to small shops. I still really really enjoy working with companies that are doing similar to what I did. But on the product end of it, launching their own company, giving it a go. So I love still working with small shops. Um, my Instagram and Pinterest and website have continued to grow every year. Just, I guess, uh, assurance, confidence from the Lord that this is, in fact, where I have you. This is where you're going. And my income has grown two to three times fold of what I was making over at Children's with a master's level degree. So you just kind of say those things out loud and you, I have seen things that I never thought could come to fruition and now they are just, they're happening. And, you know, one of the things that I guess can be uh, a question that people have is, you know, so are you just like decorating your home and taking pictures and then you just share it up on your platforms? Is it just like, is it really fun? And that is a great question. It's really valid because. I guess that means I'm doing my job right if it looks that way. <laughs> but behind the scenes, this is a 40 plus week job where there is a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. I try to be uh, real upfront and genuine with the people who are following me every day that, hey, the, the end all be all pretty pictures, what you see over on Instagram or the Facebook post or the website. But there are days where it's you're up at. 4 a.m. working on content to get ready to go and you you know you find yourself once the kids are asleep working on it for another three hours and you work the full day as well. It's one of those things where when you own your own business you start to learn that you are going to be the one who cares most about it and you are you know you're the one that is going to be growing it. So I feel like as much as it is a daily blessing it is also a lot of hard work and you know there's days where I'm I'm tired of thinking about like, what am I going to create today? But when I sat before getting to share my story today and thought about this overall picture of where I am, I just thank the Lord. And an image came to mind that just the Lord put on my heart to share. And that was that he brought beauty from ashes, that there were moments at Children's Hospital that were so powerful and, and magnificent to get to witness the Lord's healing power with children and families. But more often than not, my drive home was full of tears. I would play Matt Mayer's song, um, My Deliver. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with that song, but it is an awesome song. And if you need something to cling to today that is full of hope and tells you about how God is our deliverer, listen to that song. It was one that if I hear today, still makes me cheer up. But in those moments, I remember driving home, just really calling out to the Lord and saying, I, I know that if this is where you have me for the next 10 years, so be it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. But I pray that if I'm to be delivered from this, show me. Help me see it. What way to go? 
having no idea do what I'm doing today. But it just, to me, as I was reflecting once again on his story in my life with my career path, that image came to mind. I felt like I was in that muck and that mire of just pulling on my life, what was going on. And he just pulls me out and puts my feet on solid ground. And it's just, I look back with such gratitude, you know, when I say these things about where he has taken me with my business, it's not really mine, it's his, right? (laughs) How he has allowed it to grow and flourish and be a community that I love engaging with every day. Yes, I don't want to paint this beautiful picture as I was kind of saying earlier, but overall, it is beautiful. And I can tell you is right where I'm supposed to be. Uh, a real exciting update of where it is. Well, really over the last year, we were able to hire three contract workers to help with, yeah, with my with my brand growth. And, you know, they're doing things that are of such help to not just my social media channels, but other ways that are helping provide for our family. And that's really exciting. But probably the the most exciting thing is that Andy, my husband, has now come on as a major role in the business. And I guess we're still like, what what do you want the title to be? And I said, well, I think we're still nailing that down. He's kind of like that co-president idea. So he is playing some major roles in day-to-day. Uh, his hours are pretty high on, you know, on the similar hours as I'm and putting into this job. So that is just like blowing our minds. And I think we just, when we when we get together and have our production meetings, we just open up with this word of like, Lord, you are just blowing us away. This is just awesome. Thank you so much for this. And I, I told Andy, I said, you know, I think um, I've kind of known this for a few months that you, you're going to be here with me one day, but I just didn't know when. And again, you know, God stirred in his heart, this vision and desire, and we were able to do it. And so here we are. I don't want to skip over the fact too, that this, the community that I get to be in with being on social media, um, social media can get a bad rap, right? It can, it can, <laughs> And rightfully so at times, there are definitely reasons to, to to have some viewpoints that, you know, there is the bad with the good. The good part is that I still have these friends that I had when I launched it over five years ago. We get to still encourage each other every day. I've watched a lot of these women go from their full-time jobs that they were getting their careers, their uh, college careers in and now they are full-time doing this and just I guess a general picture of what I do as a content creator day to day what I'm there's not really like a a set day (laughs) this is what I do every single day but when you think about a day in the life of my schedule it's going to be a lot of talking with brands and what I mean by that is the companies I work with they will send me items that they have online or in their stores and they want me to put it in our home and style it and then once I get it styled my job with them is to take pictures to shoot videos and and just basically it's kind of like small marketing 
if, if you think of it that way. Like, you know, we're used to seeing billboards or magazines, but this is kind of that newer way that brands will market the people is, is doing it in this avenue. And I love it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of hard work. One of my contract workers is specifically there to help me with how uh, creating her video content for that day. That is her role. She films, she sets up. She helps me come up with creative ideas on what, how we spin our marketing to appeal to my audience. Um, I like to spend time as well engaging with the people who are willing to follow along with me, whether it is on in Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook. Also love talking with people over on my blog. So there's some time spent there where I'm engaging just with my community. And we also do a lot of just writing and providing content on my website that people can come to as a resource for decorating tips. There's still a big faith element that is definitely part of my brand. So encouragement to women. I still enjoy sharing family resources. That's a part of me that I can't quite let go of. So we try to put out newsletters to my email list, subscribers, uh, resources for their families, whether it be marriage or children, teenagers, preparing, you know, for the holiday season and getting through what may be tricky family relationships. So I still try to bring the past career that I love so much, that knowledge of trying to work with family dynamics into my brand today. Um, so that's always really fun. And that that still definitely energizes me. Um, you know, there have been times as well where we have had the opportunity to look outside of the walls of our home and uh, work with local charities or local organizations where they are in need of uh, maybe certain home items or they've got a decorating dilemma that I've had the opportunity to go in and meet with them and, and see projects come, come to fruition that may have not happened otherwise. So uh, the arms of She Gave It A Go want to be stretched wide. They don't want to just remain here in our home, but to also be able to look outside of our home in ways that he continues to guide us. So that is an area where we hope that there will be even more growth in that way as well. But I, I feel like I just, I want to leave with a few points of circling back to, as we reflect on who God is in our lives, the role that he plays, the intimate role he plays, not just in our day-to-day, -day, you know, but in this, this big picture of our careers as women, that we can, in fact, put our trust in God. That is something we can do. He is uniquely worthy of our trust, and he is incapable of letting us down. It, that does not equal that we don't go through hardships if we're trusting him or that we are going to, it's going to be hard at times. But in general, the hope that we can have that he is worthy of our trust, he's incapable of letting us down, I'm here to say that is true. <laughs> um, Andy and I have talked many times about, you know, that when we as Christians, we may say, well, we just got to, we got to just take this like step and, and, and just, I hope that everything is going to work out okay. And we almost can create as Christians, I mean, we like, we, we were doing this, that we're like envisioning this, like you're walking along and you come upon this big black. Hole and it's like this deep dark cavern and it's like 
I've got to step over this. Like this is terrifying. But what if we reframe it, which is what we were trying to do with this leap of faith in my career path to it literally is just a step. It doesn't have to be this deep, dark cavern that we're like, oh, my gosh, we're terrified to make this next step. But rather, if we are listening, if our if we're in tune on our day to day with the Lord, then it's just stepping into faith. And it doesn't have to be that deep, dark cavern of mystery and fear and all of those things that sometimes we can be. And, and again, maybe we're hearing it from others around us saying, what are you what are you going to do? Is this really a career? Are you, have you thought about this? You got four kids. You got to put through college. You know, uh, you got to buy cars, weddings. Like maybe you want to reconsider this type of thing. But uh, rather, you know, what if we just view it as we're walking along and the Lord has prompted you and it's just the next step. And it, you just you put your foot down, you know, so it's just one of those images that help us realize that God's will doesn't have to be so mysterious in a deep, dark cavern of like fear that he and I just kept saying it's just the next step. And I really love the verse found in Galatians 520 that just really, I guess, supports this thought. And it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That verse is just like packed with so much great things. (laughs) But I really just want to to zero in on that, but Christ who lives in me. And when he is living in us, it's just kind of this natural desire to feel obedience to where he's calling us. And I think that's the part that ultimately I I reflect on with my story is that with Christ living in me, he just, he just asked me to be obedient. And it's, that's all it is. I desire to do your will, Lord. And so I'm just going to be obedient with what you call me to do. Andy and I too will say, God just speaks to us probably more than we realize. And I just want to encourage you today to just have that intentionality, that mindset of how is God speaking to me today? It doesn't have to necessarily be about your career path, but if he's living in us and we're desiring to do his will, day to day, what is he just speaking to you in, in just our average day to day moments? Because I think a lot of times we can miss how he's working around us. And as we're walking in faith, he may reveal himself in a way that you totally were not expecting. And whether it's a big way or a small way. So just kind of inclining our ear to like, how is he working in today's in my life today? One of the ways too that I just encourage you that, you know, I've Try to hold myself accountable to and in desire to, to keep stepping out in obedience is I am a really poor boss of myself. <laughs> like I just if I start making my own decisions, if I start having a handle on too much, then it doesn't go very well. So I always I, I will get to the point where it's like, Brent, you know, you clearly have not been in tune with his word. You know, maybe you're not spending that time in prayer that you were a few weeks ago. And, and I'm just like reminded so quickly that I'm just not a great boss of myself and I need him. 
and and he's you know I need to talk with him I need to spend time with him so you know I just I encourage you I hope you hear this word to give it a go to give it a go whatever that may mean for you today I don't want to pinpoint anything because it could be in your faith it could be in your physical health it could be in your emotional health it could be a career um but hear me saying to you just like Martin did years ago give it a go just give it a go in your own life live by faith trust in him um, and obedience to where the Lord God is calling you So as I mentioned before, Brent and Andy are actually in our life group class at church. And it's funny because Brent's grandfather actually baptized me. Really? And so I did not know her. She was much younger than me. But just because she is an Arendal, that's, well, that's not her maiden name. But anyway, she comes from that family. I knew her uh, when we first interacted at church. And of course, you know, I already thought she was a rock star because of her family. (laughs) That they're they're just so endearing and to actually hear her retell her story now and just to see that leap of faith, mm-hmm. which truly was yeah. a leap of faith. It is just amazing. Brent has always been so strong in her faith and she's radiated that faith. This just comes out very naturally. And I love that she's kind of weaved that into her platform. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, hearing her talk, I felt such a similarity to this journey that we've been on with storytellers. Mm-hmm. People don't really understand podcasting. (laughs) They don't really get that you don't sit down for just a little bit of time and record a podcast episode. You know, there's lots and lots behind it. And to go, oh, but you were a a counselor. You were a therapist. And now to take that leap of faith into God calling her to Mm -hmm. something so, so different. Mm -hmm. Very different. And her, her saying yes. You know, I appreciated her honesty and saying people kind of gave her a look like, you're doing what? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when God calls us to something out of the box, that is a very normal reaction Mm -hmm. to go, I don't understand your decision at all. Mm -hmm. But that's what's so cool about God is that if we know it's Him, other people don't have to understand that. And he's continued to be faithful to her through and through on something that seems so left field. Mm-hmm. But it's his plan. I completely agree, Robin. And one one little nugget that I, I just don't want us to overlook is I, I made a note about her friends encouraging her. She had some people that knew she mm-hmm. loved decorating. And these women just said, hey, you should do this. Like, this would be a great creative outlet. And I think we underestimate how we as women can encourage one another. I see this in oh. you. The Lord's Mm -hmm. doing something. Bring it out. You're so gifted at teaching. You're so gifted at speaking. Let the Lord use that. And so as a woman, it was a good reminder, just who could I encourage today? Well, and that encouragement is actually, you're you're being a tool used by the Lord Mm -hmm. to to nudge someone into taking that step of faith. You know, Robin, you saying something about, you know, the Lord letting you know that it's Him, saying you, and, and it just gave me the visual of Peter in the boat. And he says, Lord, if it's you, tell me it's you, and I'll step out on the water. And if you've never read the book, um, if you want to walk on the water, you got to get out of the boat. It's a great book as well. But, you know, the thing that I loved about her story is when she said, you know, God doesn't ask you to just take this big step into a deep mystery of darkness. He's taking, he's asking you just take to take one step 
towards him. And so my challenge to you and to me today is, is where is God calling you to take a step of faith? Every single one of our stories is really about taking a step of faith in some area. Yeah. I mean, all the way back to Kristen's story, she had to, at the very beginning of the year that we aired, she had to trust God as provider and take that step of faith. Just with Elizabeth Williams, she had to take the step of faith of, okay, is this my dad? Mm-hmm. You know, in that story. I mean, just last week, Erica had to take a step of faith when she first of all decided to get remarried, but then second of all, moving to another city. And so listen to what God is telling you. Like Brent said, he is really speaking a lot more than we give him credit for. So so be intentional about listening to him and other people that might be encouraging you like the women did along the way. And then just take a step. You know, if that's in a career choice, start researching it. That's a step. If that is in a, you know, letting go of control of your children, (laughs) take a step towards that. You don't have to immediately open up your hands and be like, I'm done with my children. Just take a step. That's all he requires of us. And he's so sweet in the fact that that's all he asks is just for us to trust him a little bit. And here's the thing. You'll, your trust will increase, your mm-hmm. faith will increase, and you'll learn to take bigger steps and bigger leaps. Yeah. You know, she says, isn't he worthy of our trust? He's incapable of letting us oh, down. Oh, that was yes. powerful. And when that's she a said that. great I was like, place wow. to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Katie, thank you for that challenge. That yeah. was great. I'm, Give it I'm, a go. Yeah. <laughs> I Love it. I'm already thinking in my head. We hope y'all enjoyed this story. If you did, let us know. And the best way you can let us know is to rate and review this on Apple, on your podcast app. You can write a review, tell your favorite story, tell what it means to you. We read those and we'd love to see them. And it helps other women find our podcast and be encouraged too, and maybe even know what episode to start with. And if you want to find Brent, she's she's all over all the places now. She's on TikTok. She's on Instagram and Facebook at She Gave It A Go. And she has a website. So we'll link to all of that in the show notes. We'll link to the book you just mentioned, Katie, about getting out of the boat. Um, all those things are always in our show notes at the bottom. And you can click right through. We, we try to make it really easy for you to find what we've talked about and what our storytellers have talked about. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.